Hey, welcome to that badass podcast. I'm Kaylee, your realistic nutritionist, helping you find the balance between green smoothies and red wine. And I'm Ashley, the creator of Royally Fit, that went from obsessive exercising and calorie counting to living a free, unrestrictive, and badass life. We are here to build a tribe of babe-supporting babes so you can thrive in your fitness, health, and mental wealth. So if you like to keep it real, raw, and controversial, welcome. Let's get started. Boom! Nailed that shit! (laughs) After like 18 tries... Hey, hey, everybody, Kaylee here. Just before this episode gets started, I wanted to share an amazing gift that Marissa has for all of you listening. She's going to be offering 10% off of her book, Healthy Skin From Within. It's an incredible ebook that talks about everything you could possibly need to know to have gorgeous, glowing, beautiful skin. Use the promo code ROYALLYFIT, all capital letters, no space, and you will receive 10% off this incredible ebook. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. You are going to be obsessed with everything that she's talking about. She is so smart. So enjoy this episode and make sure you grab that book for 10% off. Bam. Hello, hello. Welcome to that badass podcast. It's Kaylee here. I'm actually doing a solo episode as Ashley is out teaching a boot camp, but I have great company. I'm here with my boyfriend, Justin Lant our amazing editor and sound producer who writes all of our music from Spare Room Studios. Spare Room Studios. And I also have an amazing guest here with me today as well. It's Marissa. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So this is actually Marissa's second time doing an episode with us. So if you haven't listened to the original episode, go back. She talks about everything digestive health that you could possibly need to know. And it's an amazing episode. So today she's going to be talking about skin health. And this is a topic we get asked to cover all of the time because a lot of people got some things going on with their skin. So thank you, first of all, for being here. Thank you so much for having me again. It is amazing to be back. Yes, very <laughs> excited to have you back. So let's get right into it. Let's do People it. People got some questions. The biggest question I think that we should start with is, you know, what is acne? Acne, yes. So acne is so frustrating because I feel like so many people have tried everything when it comes to acne. So I think just going over what acne is to begin with is super important because it relates to a lot of the root causes of acne. So acne itself is an inflammatory condition that's characterized by angry red eruptions on the skin. Um, It is a disorder of your skin's oil glands um, as well. So, But most importantly, it is an inflammatory condition. It is a complex interaction between hormones, bacteria on the skin, oil production, and personal hygiene. So there are also different types of acne. So what is acne and then, you know, what's causing your acne? And then that's something that we can talk about. And I think that's one of the things is people, people know what it is. They know what's on their face, but they don't know why they have it. Mm -hmm. So if you can kind of break down of, yeah, the basic causes. Right. So one of the most frustrating is cystic acne. This is acne that is hormonal acne. So how do you know that you have cystic acne? So cystic acne typically appears on your chin, your jawline, your back, and your chest, And this is an acne that's associated with hormonal imbalances. Um, We'll get a little bit more into that as well. But the other type of acne then would be acne related to puberty. So this isn't necessarily a chronic condition because during puberty, you have your all-time high of your androgens being your sex hormone. So um, estrogen and testosterone. So acne related to puberty typically isn't seen as anything, you know, negative. It's just a part of our hormones rising as we go through puberty. 
And then we also have acne due to um, lack of hygiene or dysbiosis of the skin. Dysbiosis just meaning bacterial imbalance of the skin. Lack of hygiene could be anything just from like friction and sweating and not, you know, changing clothes or, you know, changing your helmets if you play hockey or anything like oh that. Oh my God, so. I used to break out so bad for my hockey helmet. Same. Yeah. You yeah. play hockey too? Ringette. Oh, amazing. Ringette. Yep. I love it. Yep. So yeah. And then when you're getting acne on your forehead, it's a little bit different than if you're having, you know, cystic acne on your chin. Yes. So yeah, that's a, that would be um, another type of acne that yeah. you can get. And then so what are some of the root causes of acne? So when it comes to um, hormonal acne in particular, there are four root causes that people really need to address. So number one, um, stress and adrenal health. So if you just think about how many times you've broken out when you're stressed out. Yes. Right? There yeah. is a huge direct link between stress and adrenal health. So your adrenal glands are responsible for stimulating and producing your sex hormones. Um, so estrogen, testosterone in small amounts. And your adrenal glands also produce your stress hormones like cortisol and epinephrine. So these are the things that are produced when you are stressed out. Now, the problem with um, this is not only because your adrenals are producing your stress hormones, so cortisol will impact your blood sugar levels. Blood sugar levels in themselves are another root cause of acne when they're imbalanced. And I'll go into that a little bit more. But um, when you're producing cortisol because you're stressed out, that's going to impact your blood sugar levels. And then also when your adrenals be then become fatigued, you're actually throwing off your estrogen and testosterone balance because your adrenals are also producing a small amount of sex hormones. Dang, stress, man. Stress, yep. And it's funny because people are always like, I can't believe I broke out before this big event or before prom or before this. And it's like, there's usually a reason, stress. Yeah. Yeah. So number one, like maybe do some meditation. I mean, we can talk about extra or sorry, lifestyle techniques too, but stress for sure. Take a look at the stress in your life, um, as a source of your acne, um, hormonal acne. The next one would be sluggish liver. So your liver, like you need to start thinking about your liver when you're thinking about hormonal health. Essentially your liver's job is to recycle your hormones and, um, then dump them into your bowels once they have been recycled. But if your liver is overburdened due to things like medications, improper diet, you know, too high, much alcohol, too much alcohol, <laughs> yeah, drugs, whether those are recreational, pharmaceutical, um, anything that's processed in your liver, high fructose corn syrup. Well, for sure, processed foods. Process, it's going to yeah. slow down that liver. And people don't, I don't think, associate that so much. But it's if your liver is not working optimally, nothing in your body's working right. optimally. So check your diet because your diet is going to have a huge impact on your liver. Like it's going to slow that thing down yeah. and it's going to show up on your skin. So, um, with your liver being a detoxification organ, when your liver is overburdened, your body actually starts to release toxins through alternative detoxification organs. Um, one of which being your skin, <laughs> your skin is actually your body's largest detoxification organ. So if your liver is overburdened, same thing. If your other detoxification channels are overburdened, like your kidneys, your colon, your blood, all of these are alternative methods for detoxification. If all of these are kind of overwhelmed, you will have symptoms showing up on your skin. So that just, again, goes to say that healthy skin <laughs> begins from within because yep. you really need to address what's going on inside of you because it will show up on your skin if your body's channels of elimination are, you know, taxed. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Yep. The next one would be compromised gut health. So this is, of course, if you guys listen to the other episode, it's my favorite thing to talk about gut health. 
And there's so many reasons why your gut is going to impact your skin. Um, I think the first one that comes to my mind would be bacterial balance in your gut. Um, so if you have too much bad bacteria, which most people do, which most people do exactly. Um, that's going to throw off your immune system because we know 80% of your immune system is roughly in your gut. Um, and then also your gut, sorry, good bacteria in your gut reduce inflammation. And again, acne is an inflammatory condition. So if you are looking for ways to reduce inflammation, you're going to want to reestablish good bacteria in your gut because your bacteria actually help to reduce inflammation in your body. Um, Another reason why gut health is so important is because if you're taking all these vitamins and minerals for your skin, but you're not properly absorbing or digesting, right? Like if your stomach acid's low, then you're not going to be properly absorbing your minerals, like things like zinc that are really healing. um, And you're not properly, you know, your liver and gallbladder, that's part of your digestive system. If you're not producing enough bile, for example, um, you're not going to be emulsifying your fats in fat-soluble vitamins, which like vitamin A, for example, is a fat-soluble vitamin. Um, Then your vitamins won't be properly absorbed either. So taking a look at your digestive system, your liver, your gallbladder, the functioning of how properly you're actually absorbing things that you're eating and all these supplements you're taking for your skin, that's Well, and that's another thing that goes back to stress is it's if you're really stressed, you burn through certain vitamins and minerals a lot quicker Mm -hmm. than others. Mm -hmm. So that's an issue that I'm having right now is I'm burning through like my B vitamins Mm -hmm. and I'm burning through zinc and I'm burning through um, iron. So it's like, even though I'm eating a lot of foods that have that in there, it's not actually being absorbed into my body. Right. So that's another reason that stress has to, it all has to go together. You can't really just be like, I'm going to reduce my stress, but continue to eat like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm, yeah, no, it's so true. And you can't, you can't also supplement thinking it's going to improve everything. Right. Cause like mm-hmm. you were saying, if you're supplementing for your adrenal health, but like you're running yourself to the bone, yep. like yeah, it all has to start with like a, a lifestyle diet, like a holistic approach. You can't just fix one thing. It really is all of these, I mean, some people, of course, like maybe they're really, um, you know, their blood sugar is really balanced, but I know, I don't, yeah, no, I can't even think yeah. of an idea where it, it's literally all connected. Yeah. So you do have to address um, all of them. The fourth one would be blood sugar imbalances. So if you have chronic acne, you really need to take a look at the amount of carbohydrates you're eating and the quality of the carbohydrates and also the amount of sugar you're eating. Um, because again, acne is an inflammatory condition. And when you're eating carbohydrates in excess, you're constantly producing insulin and insulin in nature is very inflammatory. So if your insulin is constantly elevated due to constant consumption of carbohydrates, you're going to be in an inflammatory condition quite often. Um, another thing important about stabilizing your blood sugar is that if you're constantly increasing your blood sugar levels too much, you're going to produce a ton of insulin and then insulin's job is to lower your blood sugar so you'll get a massive dip. And when your blood sugar levels fall too low from this huge surge of carbs followed by a massive dip, your body then actually produces your hormone cortisol again. And cortisol's role is to boost blood sugar levels. So there you go again with throwing off your hormonal balance, your cortisol levels, which fatigue your adrenal glands, your blood sugar levels are all Freaking messed up. cortisol, man. Yeah, it just got to go away. Yeah. You like gotta, we don't need it the way we used to need it. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. running away from tigers anymore. Instead, it's like deadline, traffic. Like these Everything. are all the things that are causing our cortisol levels to spike. Everything, right? Yeah. So take care of your adrenals and take care of your blood sugar levels. So blood sugar um, would be the fourth root cause of acne. So just again, to reiterate, we had um, the first one being adrenals and stress. The second one being sluggish liver the third one being compromised gut health, and the fourth one being your 
um, blood sugar imbalances. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Those are awesome. That's so much information for everybody already. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move on. And I think what a lot of people want to know is what foods should they avoid if they're trying to clear up their skin? Yes. So super important. Um, dairy. I'm just going to start it. Start it <laughs> off. Like, let's just go. Sorry, folks. Dairy's got to go. Dairy has got to go for a couple reasons when you're trying to restore your skin health. There's three major reasons in my book. Number one, it's highly inflammatory. Number two, it's acid forming in the body. You know, when your body's overly acidic, you'll also be prone to more acne. And um, every other disease. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yes. Yeah. When you're yeah too acidic, not good. And then the third one is all of the amounts of hormonal disrupting, you know, xenoestrogens, like dioxins. Um, that's a, an estrogen mimicker, a hormone yep. disruptor that's in dairy. So three huge reasons to avoid dairy. Yes. Um, and it's not just the lactose people. You can't go buy lactose-free milk and think that you're avoiding dairy. It's also the proteins that are in dairy that are very inflammatory. So casein and whey are the proteins, whereas lactose is the sugar. So there are three things, not just the lactose. It's also the casein and whey um, that are very inflammatory and very hard for people to digest. Oh, my gosh. The amount of people that message me and say... I've been having whey protein smoothies forever and my stomach hurts and I'm breaking out and I feel like I'm not losing any weight. And I'm like, well, what, what kind is it? Whey? Yeah. Gotta mm-hmm. go. Gotta mm-hmm. go. <laughs> yeah. For it me. seems like I don't think I've ever met anybody that feels well when taking whey supplements. No. And I'm going to go out there and say it for me. The biggest difference in my skin came from, and like I did everything. I fixed my adrenals. I fixed my you know hormones, my gut health. But like, I think huge, huge differences came when I switched from a whey protein to a vegan protein. I'm not kidding. Within about two weeks, all of my cystic acne started to disappear. Wow. That fast. Insane. eh? And I also like, it could have been to like the protein brand I was taking. Maybe I don't know how clean it was, but, but no, cause I was taking whey protein and it didn't really solve until I switched to vegan. It was like life changing. And then it's so much easier to digest. Like the bloating that I would get when I used to have whey was out of control. It's insane. And how do people, oh God, I don't understand. I know. It's still so popular. I don't understand. (laughs) I just want to go into the health food store and like get rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing you guys a favor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, definitely dairy would be the first food. I'd be like, okay, you need to get rid of dairy. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is I didn't have gluten in my notes here, um, which I feel like I should, but. I just don't eat gluten. So I, maybe I wasn't thinking of it at the time when I was just thinking about this podcast, but like I don't eat gluten and I notice if I have had it in the past, I will break out. Yeah. So that's um, Ashley. Like she is so sensitive to dairy and gluten that even if she uses, um, like a face cream or something that has gluten in it, which a lot of people don't realize that they do. There's a ton of skincare and hair care products and stuff that have gluten in them that she will start to break out. So she has to completely eliminate all of it. Like she literally will eat it and the next day she's like, look at my skin. Yeah. It's crazy how fast it affects her. Same. And if I combine dairy and gluten. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Which is sucks because it's the most delicious combination like in pizza. the entire world. Pizza, grilled yeah. cheese, like cheeseburgers. <sighs> yep. So gluten, very inflammatory. Again, acne is inflammatory condition. Yeah. Gluten is very hard on your gut. So if you're trying to do gut healing, you're not going to be wanting to eat gluten. So yeah. definitely get rid of the gluten. Um, the next one would be coffee and alcohol. So I'm not saying you have to eliminate coffee completely or eliminate alcohol completely. In these cases, it's in excess. If you have terrible hormonal imbalances, uh, okay, it's probably a good idea for like two weeks to eliminate them cold turkey. I luckily didn't have to go to that extreme, but in some cases you might have to completely ditch coffee and alcohol for a couple weeks just to get your adrenal health back and 
you know, back and going, get your cortisol levels down, sleep so that you're sleeping better, which is also important for skin health. Um, so that would be another food slash drink to avoid. Um, the next one would be your pro-inflammatory oils. So yes, good call. Yeah. It's not something I don't think people think about. Yeah. So there's anti-inflammatory oils and then there's pro-inflammatory oils, oils. Sorry. What people don't realize is that, um, there's omega threes and omega sixes. Omega threes are things that you get from like fish oil, flaxseed oil, and then your omega sixes are your oils like, um, safflower oil, um, what are some more examples? I'm trying to think is like canola oil and canola stuff. Canola oil, all of your vegetable oils. Yeah. Those are all omega-6 based and omega-6s are actually are in, inflam- sorry, inflammation producing in the body. They produce prostaglandins, which in- boosts inflammation. Well, a lot of people think they put omega-3 and omega-6 together in the same category, that it's like they're both equally healthy. Right. But what the problem is people don't understand is the ratio imbalance that we're seeing now, especially yeah. like in 2018 where originally people like back in the day, we're eating like a one-to-one or a one-to-two ratio, mm-hmm. where now it seems to be closer to like one to 20. So every one of the omega-3 to the 20 of the omega-6, and you need to try to get them balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you think about all of the inflammatory conditions, anything that ends in itis, <laughs> yeah, arthritis, like any itis condition is an inflammatory condition. Um, so you just see these on the rise. And it's because our diet, yeah, if you go to a restaurant, that's what they're cooking foods in. They're cooking foods in vegetable oils. So you're getting way more pro-inflammatory oils and you're getting anti-inflammatory oils. And again, acne is an inflammatory condition. So if you want to reduce an inflammatory condition, you need to get rid of things that are causing inflammation in the body. Well, especially when you're getting something that's deep fried, like not only is the oil bad, but now it's being reused and reused and reused. It's so rancid. Mm-hmm. Like it's completely rancid and yep. destroying everything in your body. So as much as a deep fried something is delicious and from time to time, I think you can enjoy it, but like it is not something that should be, should be consumed regularly. Like besides the fact that it's going to make you gain weight and not feel good. It's like the, the havoc that it's actually wreaking on your body is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it, once you reduce inflammation in your body, you'll drop so much like inflammatory water weight like it's crazy you, eh? yeah like how fast people lose that when they start to lose the inflammation how fast they lose the weight and it's always their midsection yeah 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 and so, a good how good you feel after like when all of a sudden you realize that you have a few less aches and pains and it's not as hard to get out of bed in the morning and you're not as stiff and like all of a sudden your hip doesn't hurt anymore and your skin's clearing up it's like you never want to look back yeah and go back to the way you were eating before yeah people don't realize yeah so those would be my top foods to avoid for yeah. sure and also i would add in sugar Oh yeah. Sh- yeah. So that, sorry. The, yeah. That, why did I not even say that? that goes, <laughs> yeah. The sugar goes hand in hand. Same thing with refined carbohydrates. Yeah. Cause you're wanting to maintain that blood sugar balance. Oh my gosh. Yes. Sugar and, and refined it kills the carbs. Good gut bacteria. Like yep. it's unfortunately the most delicious thing sometimes are the worst mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Right. It's true. But like things like monk fruit sweetener, I don't know if you've tried that. I haven't actually tried it. I've read up on it, but I haven't actually, I've seen it at the grocery store before, but I'm always like, mm. give it a go. It is so yeah. good. Yep. Okay. And I it, usually just use honey and maple syrup for the most part. Okay. And if, occasionally I'll pull out the coconut sugar, which I know doesn't spike your blood sugar the same yeah, way. Yeah. I love coconut sugar too. Try out monk fruit sweetener. It's diabetic friendly. It's, I believe zero calories. I think oh. a lot of the Lakanto products that a lot of people use. Have you heard of Lakanto? I don't No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe I've I seen think, it in the health food store, but I can't picture it or yeah I think they I don't know if they sell it at Healthy Planet but it's I think it's a blend of stevia and monk or they might just have monk fruit sweetener I think monk fruit's really sweet too is that the one that's like 300 times sweeter than regular sugar so you only need like a (gasps) teaspoon for instead of a cup or something I don't 
remember. Hmm. I'll have I don't to research know. this and get back it's to everybody. It's expensive. So I but I'm pretty sure it's just small amounts that you need. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But yeah, so sugar and refined carbs definitely. So sticking to um so examples of not refined carbs would be like things like sweet potatoes, carrots, parsnips, um, and then like all of your green vegetables for sure, like yeah. would be much better alternative squash right now that it's fall instead of like pasta or spaghetti. Like I notice if I eat too much pasta, I'll actually break out yeah. just because of the amount of carbohydrates. Yeah. So. And it's hard this time of year because that's all you crave. But if you can, like you said, you can do the squash. Like right now I'm really into like squash buildables. Yeah. And yeah. I'm all about the squash. He doesn't like it. Justin's not no. a fan of the squash. It's oh. so annoying how he hates it. Weird. I know. My, actually, no. I, I made a huge thing of squash too. My boyfriend didn't need it. Yeah. I more squash, squash for me. soup. He's like, mm, no. Same. <laughs> Find more for me, you bastard. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll eat all the squash and all the squash soup. So, okay. Okay. Bye. So you've talked about the foods to include or avoid. Mm-hmm. Now give them some foods they can include. So they're not freaking out and like, well, what can I eat? Yes. So, um, I guess with n- avoiding inflammatory fats, I guess number one would be foods rich in omega threes. So your anti-inflammatory fats. Um, fatty fish, for example, things like salmon, mackerel, all of your fatty fish are going to be really good examples of animal sources of omega-3s. If you're vegan or just plant-based, um, you could do flax seeds. That's a really good example of, um, a seed that is really high in omega-3s. Yeah. Avocados. Avocado, raw nuts, olive oil. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a big thing too, for people to, that, if you're going to eat nuts, like we're as nutritionists, we're talking about nuts a lot and how healthy they are because they're high in protein, they're high in fat. But if you're getting them roasted and you're getting them salted, yes. unfortunately they don't, I know they're delicious, but you, you can do, get the raw. And then I always fancy them up myself. So I'll make like candied pecans or something like that, or I'm add my own so spices. I'm so happy that you said that because I specify same thing, all my clients, and I probably would have forgot to mention it has to be raw because yeah. you're denaturing the double bonds in a polyunsaturated fat. Poly just means more than one. So in an omega-3, it's a polyunsaturated fat. If you're heating it, if you're exposing it to too much light or oxygen, they the fat actually denatures and goes rancid. And yeah. then that disrupts the absorbability of your cellular membranes, of the nutrients, sorry, um, yeah, so you cannot roast your nuts. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's just, it's not even just for, if maybe you're like, well, I don't even have that me. I don't need to worry about this. It's like, honey, it is going to age the mm-hmm. fuck out of you. Yes. If you want to have young, youthful skin and you don't want to have to go and get facelifts, which I'm not all about, then eating these clean foods is going to help keep your skin elasticity so much better and it's going to keep you from aging faster. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So not exactly, not even just for acne, for overall skin health and yeah. overall anti-inflammatory properties if you don't want arthritis don't roast your nuts yeah especially going into like it's november in canada we have a good five six months ahead of us of that freezing cold weather where our skin is already so dry mine's going through it right now it's dull it's just yucky so the more of these healthy fats that you're eating the better your skin is going to look throughout the winter yes Yes, definitely. Number two would be high fiber foods. So the reason why you want to eat lots of fiber when you're restoring your skin health is because fiber helps to bind and eliminate excess hormones, especially things like estrogen. Um, it, and then you poop it out. And then you poop it out. Exactly. <laughs> so what's really important about fiber um, and binding your hormones and pooping it out is that once your liver is done metabolizing hormones, your liver actually then dumps these hormones into your bowels to be removed in your feces. If you are constipated and not going to the bathroom at least once a day, anything less than once a day is constipated. Yep. Yes. So if you're not going at least minimum one times a day, these hormones can get reabsorbed back into your bloodstream and circulate in your body. And then, yeah, 
it will show up again. Like if your detoxification channels are blocked, so your bowels being a detoxification channel, your liver being a detoxification channel, your blood, your, you know, your kidneys, it will show up on your skin. Your skin's got to get out somehow. Your largest detox channel. Yeah. So, um, fiber for sure to bind your hormones, to make sure you're going to the bathroom regularly. Um, the next one would be vitamin A rich foods. Um, and vitamin A is very, very, very important for your skin. So things that are really rich in vitamin A would be carrots, kale, spinach, sweet potato, papaya, um, berries, and red bell peppers. Those are foods that are really, really high in vitamin A. Um, So include those as often as possible. And the last one that I wanted to just really make sure I mentioned was cruciferous vegetables. So these are your things like broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower. These all have liver detoxifying properties and estrogen detoxifying properties. So if you have, you know, elevated estrogen levels, things that are associated with um, acne conditions like endometriosis or any type of, you know, hormonal imbalance, these foods actually help to bind excess estrogen and help to detox your liver um, and help protect your body from hormonal imbalances. Yeah. And one thing I would add with that is a lot of people have issues digesting. Um, cr- cr- I always say cruciferous wrong. Um, they have a lot of time digesting it. So one thing you can do is to roast them, steam them, mm-hmm. saute them. And what's even better if you want to like double up on the, like double whammy it is if you put the avocado oil or the coconut mm-hmm. oil with it, it's going to help absorb the nutrients that much faster. You're going to get those healthy omegas and your bowels are going to be a lot ha- happier because it's easier to digest. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Cooking, cooking those foods for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking like like the way your grandma used to overcook them and they were mushy. You still want some crunch and color yes. in it, but it is going to be easier for you to digest. And as soon as you add that oil on, all of a sudden those fat soluble vitable, I can't vitables, <laughs> fat soluble vitamins are going to be more easily absorbed. Yes. Amen. So those foods, keep those foods in your staple. So high vitamin A foods, cruciferous veggies, lots of fiber, and then all of your healthy omega-3 fats, raw Yes. Raw oils uncooked. Yes, yes. yes. That's the, a big mistake that I think people make too is they don't know which oil to cook with, which ones to leave raw. Mm-hmm. So do your research, but just so you know, olive oil should not ever be heated over 350 degrees. Mm-hmm. So I just do avocado oil. It tastes the exact same. It has a higher smoke point. So make that switch because that is going to make avocado your skin. Avocado oil. Yeah, yep. avocado oil is, is the way to go. Yep. Yeah. Or coconut is too. I just don't always want that flavor in my food. I love coconut. (laughs) I love it in my baking, but I don't want my my, my cauliflower to taste like coconut. (laughs) I'll use coconut oil all day. But yeah, (laughs) I I, I feel you. I feel you. Sometimes you want to let go of the tropical vibes and just... Right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you've covered the foods to avoid, foods to include. What about supplementation? Is there any supplements you would recommend? Yes. So... I mean, just like an overall really good multivitamin just to cover all your bases. Um, There's so many things that go into the health of your skin in terms of like a vitamin and mineral perspective, you know, like vitamin C for collagen production, vitamin A, vitamin E, selenium. Like there's just, you don't want to be supplementing individually with all of these things that are great for your skin. So just a really good high quality multivitamin. Um, And the next thing would be a greens, a greens powder. You could take them in pill form, but I just prefer powder because you can drink them. You can throw them in smoothies. These will really do a good job at alkalinizing your body. So making sure you're not overly acidic, Yes, which will really be great for your skin health. Um, The other thing I love about greens is it actually helps to detoxify your detoxification channels Yes, so that you're not having, 
you know, your skin release all of your toxins. It makes sure, you know, your kidneys are functioning optimally. Your liver is functioning optimally. A lot of the greens will have things like milk thistle, which is great for your liver, you know, cranberry, which is great for your kidneys, um, things that help, um, with your blood. There'll be, you know, usually broccoli powders, which are great again for those estrogens. Yeah. yeah. So a, a greens powder is so important. Um, I would recommend you to maybe head to the, actually head to a health food store because unfortunately a lot of companies are aware that greens powder is all the rage and they still have ones that have added dairy, added gluten. They have yeah. added sugars. They have Franken foods Fillers, in there. too high in wheatgrass, yeah. some of them. If it's really cheap and inexpensive, there's probably a reason uh-huh. why. Yeah. So that's like right now I actually just ordered Organifi. Um, it's from California or yeah, in San Diego. Um, I, so I just ordered that and it's on its way and I'm so excited. The ingredient oh, nice. list is amazing. I'll show it. I'll show it to you. It's um, amazing. Yeah. Um, but I think just make sure that you don't just buy something that was on sale at Costco. You know what I mean? Like do your research. If you have questions about it, feel free to DM Marissa or I, we're happy to help you out, but just don't go impulse buy something because it was on sale. Right. Amen. Um, number, I think three, I think we're on would be a probiotic. Just for that gut health, yes. Those, you know, um, your probiotics not only do they help reduce inflammation, probiotics also help to um, recycle your hormones yeah. um, and reestablish your gut health and reduce things like leaky gut. So, um, probiotics would be another one. Get um, that kombucha in ya. Honestly, yeah, kombucha. I find when I drink a lot of kombucha, my skin literally glows. Yeah, I like I haven't had any for the last couple of weeks because Justin's brother keeps drinking all my kombucha. <laughs> so I finally got it back like this week, and I'm like, yes, like yes. I can just I I just need it. Does everyone know what kombucha is here? I would think so. Ashley and I talk about it a lot. If you're not sure what it is, it's a fermented tea beverage. Yeah, beverage. Yes, <laughs> yeah, fermented tea beverage. Rich in natural probiotics. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. It does have a bit of a funky taste, some of them, but like once you get used to it, you crave it. Yeah. Like Justin is not on board with it yet. We'll get him there. Uh Uh-huh. We'll get him there. So good. Um, And and it makes you have really fun burps. Like I can burp so loud. (laughs) I have like a sip of kombucha and it's like... Like I just, it's, it's I, so I think that's funny. fun. So <laughs> yeah, anything that's bubbly usually makes me yeah, burp right. like instantly. Yes, and then um, anti-inflammatory supplements like turmeric. You could do a turmeric supplement. Make sure it has black pepper for increased absorption. Um, fish oils if you're not eating at least two to three servings of fatty fish a week. Um, and then I have like there's so many other things you can do just for skin health in general. I do have in my program yes that i list like my favorite brands the actual dosage that you're getting um like a complete list of supplements for acne yeah so when health. we wrap up i want to talk about your program because it's amazing and i think cool. so many people are going to want to get it um another supplement that i would add in is collagen powder yes so a lot of people know they're like oh collagen i know that's good for my skin and that's what it's doing it's helping to heal and repair your gut yeah and that's why your skin is clearing up it's good for your hair skin and nails so for vanity purposes it has a lot of like promise to it, but it yeah. also is going to be helping to reduce inflammation throughout the entire body. Yes. I want to give a shout out to my grandma here. I get a call. I'm driving home yesterday and my phone's ringing and it's my grandma. She doesn't answer. And I'm like, okay, what? So I call her back. She's like, oh, I thought I was texting you. Like <laughs> typical grandma. But anyway, it turns out she wants to know more about collagen to reduce her wrinkles. And she's oh. like in her late 70s. That's amazing. It's never too late to start. No, it is never too late to get your collagen in there for your skin health. So- oh, I can tell if I've been slacking on my collagen like I can just feel it no way like even I just have a lot of like hip and back issues and stuff and I'm like oh I think I've been slacking my hip is on fire okay so it's like anybody that has arthritis or anything that's inflammatory collagen every 
day okay, and I nice. put it in my bulletproof coffee now. Is it is it a bovine collagen that you use? Um that's what I have right now. Okay. There are like marine, there's vegan ones as well, but I I have a chicken base right now. Oh no, sorry, beef. I have beef. beef. Okay, yes. cool. And yeah. what brand did you say? Um I'm using Organica. Organica it is nice. Canadian based. Yeah. So that's kind of why I lean towards it and it's a really great product. I shout them out all the time. One of these days I'm going to have them as a sponsor for this yeah, podcast. Yeah, so Organic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep pestering them until they're like, okay, okay, we'll give you money. <laughs> plug, plug. Right? Yeah. Or, organic, organica is great. That I, Yeah. So collagen for sure. That's a good one to add. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So supplements covered. Um, I want to actually talk a little bit about the conventional treatment for acne mm-hmm. and maybe some of the problems slash dangers of the information yeah. that they're giving. Yeah. So when I'm talking to people about acne, they always want to, well, a lot of people tell me like, I've tried everything. Like, where do I go to actually get answers? So I've had experience with this myself. Um, when I was having bad acne, I went to dermatologists, you know, I did research. I tried different creams and lotions, et cetera. And, um, there's a few different uh, methods that a lot of conventional acne treatments will that, sorry, will not conventional acne treatments, conventional practitioners will recommend, um, one of them being antibiotics. Really? Yep. So um, some people believe that acne is caused by bacteria um, on the skin. So people will actually prescribe antibiotics. Um, is that not just going to make the problem worse it, as they it, kill the good bacteria in their gut? Exactly. Oh, geez. So yes, some oh, bacteria geez. does worsen acne because it it um, goes in and infects the, the oil glands and causes your oil glands to become inflamed and then your hair follicle gets, you know, inflamed and then it produces like a pimple. So they'll give people antibiotics to help kill this acne, oh my gosh, acne causing, or sorry, oh my gosh, bacterial causing acne. <laughs> I gave you what the blubber words. Yeah. So what am I trying to say? This bacteria that causes day. the acne. Yeah. Um, but what happens is then they'll get things like candida overgrowth, bacterial imbalances, which will show up on your skin. Um, especially candida. I see a lot of people with like rashes and things yeah. that will show up on their skin if their back gut bacteria is wiped out, which is what happens when you take antibiotics. Yeah. So, um, that's one of the things that they'll recommend. Um, another thing would be Accutane. That's one of the more popular ones. Accutane is essentially a very high synthetic dose of vitamin A. Um, what that one does is it dries out your oil glands, but it's very unfortunate because it also is very harsh on your liver. Oh, um, oh my God. That. Very, very liver damaging. It actually says, I believe on the bottle that it can cause birth defects. Jesus Yeah. Christ. And That's when, awful. yeah, when you're also drying out your skin, you're also drying out your other oil glands, like your eyes, your intestinal tract, like you're drying out your body. Yeah. It's really hard on your liver. It can cause birth defects. So I remember my friends using it in university and some of their acne cleared, but they're like, I still have acne and just a lot of dry skin on my face. Yeah. And they're like, it would like, you can, you know, when you smile and your face is dry and you can feel that like skin. Oh God. And they're just like, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I should say too, that none of these solutions are solutions. They're not addressing the root cause of your problem. Yeah. If you have oily skin, there's a chance that maybe your androgen levels are too high. Like your testosterone levels are really high. Um, whether that's due to, if you have underlying polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is a condition associated, it's a hormonal condition associated with elevated levels of testosterone. You might want to get your hormone levels checked before you start taking any of these alternative methods. Same with the birth control pill. So that's the other one. Um, yes. A lot of people go on birth control for their acne. For acne. yeah. Yeah. And again, the thought too, is because it reduces your testosterone, um, levels. So 
that will then control your oil production. But what you're doing is you're not addressing why are your hormones imbalanced in the first place. Yeah. You know, if your testosterone levels are too high, you could probably you might have polycystic ovarian syndrome. You might have elevated insulin levels, which are throwing off your blood sugar, which are causing, you know, excess inflammation. Yeah. Um, so the side effects, again, of, you know, birth control pill, like increased blood clots, increased risk of breast cancer. It's like, why? Strokes. strokes. I had a friend that was like the 1% that had a stroke. Yeah. Or she, a mini, I, I can't remember the details, but she had to go off of it like almost immediately because she was that like 1% that had the side effect. Wow. Yeah. So scary. Yep. Yeah. Um, terrible. And then the other one would be creams and lotions. So I actually had a very annoying experience with a dermatologist. Um when my acne was bad, it was when I very, very first started to enroll in my holistic nutrition program. And I was so frustrated because I was going to school to study nutrition and then my acne started to flare up. So at the time I was taking, um, a whey protein and I didn't think that whey protein was, you know, quote unquote unhealthy because I was, I worked at GNC. I was, you know, told that whey protein is what you needed post-workout. It's the only protein they would talk about. The yeah. only one to go after. Yeah. Yeah. So the dermatologist, when I was experiencing this acne, he told me not to put any oil on my face and oil causes acne. And then because I was in holistic nutrition school at the time, I was actually like every day was putting coconut oil on my face yeah. because <laughs> everyone kept saying how good it was. I have some on my face right now. Yeah. <laughs> and like I put oil on my face all the time now. So I like, I almost got in like a fight. Like it took me so much to hold back my anger because everything he was saying was the complete opposite of everything I was learning. Mm -hmm. So I walked out of his office so angry with like a prescription for an antibiotic um, and like a topical cream. And I was just so mad. So um, long story short, I kept using coconut oil on my face, ended up healing my you know, own acne through. Well, that's the thing is a lot of people think, oh, don't put oil. Nope. Stay away from oil. But if you're using good quality oils, it actually is, it's going to help balance out your skin. Yeah. And like coconut oil too is naturally antimicrobial, antifungal, antibacterial. So like it actually will help to restore skin health and yes. there's lots of vitamins and things in coconut oil. So yeah. yeah, don't be scared of coconut oil, people. You can put it on your face. Yeah, and don't overly wash your face too. Like yeah. it, the solution does not come in a miracle cream or a miracle wash. It's real. It really doesn't. So no. that would be what I would consider another conventional treatment. And again, um, just the dangers of that would be just drying out your skin and. Um, yeah. If you're using too many lotions and harsh Well, yeah, products. you could spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on the best creams, but if your gut health is not under control you might be able to put a bandit on it and look good for a little while, but it's going to come back mm -hmm. until you address that root cause. It is going to come back. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Um, anything else you want to chat with that? Did we go over everything in terms of conventional? Yeah, no. So yeah. just birth control pill. That's not addressing the root cause of maybe elevated testosterone levels. Um, Accutane. No. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, I think this is the last question I have, unless I think of something last yep. minute, but what are some lifestyle recommendations that you would give people for improving their overall skin health? Yes. So aside from the diet portion and just like reducing your stress levels, I mean, um, and if we want to talk a little bit about lifestyle in terms of products, like if you do want to use high quality products, I would just make sure that they're not products that are disrupting your hormones. Um, there are things called xenoestrogens that are found in the form of like parabens, phthalates, BPA, a lot of chemicals um, in cosmetics yeah. will actually be hormone disruptors. And 60, 60, 60% 60 of what you put on your skin gets absorbed into your bloodstream. 
And so if you're putting these products on your skin that have parabens, for example, which are in a lot of skincare products. If your product doesn't say paraben free, it has parabens. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Same with sulfate. Same with all the things. If it's not listed that it's not there, it's there. Yeah. So just like look at your skincare products and even if they're quote unquote clean, just like make sure there's no hormone disruptors, especially if you have acne, hormonal acne, cystic acne, it's a hormonal acne. You're like, if you're disrupting your hormones with your lotions, yeah. That's very important to um, address. Um, next one would be consuming enough water. Yeah. None of your detoxification channels will look good or feel good without enough water. I mean, three liters minimum. Mm-hmm. If you're sweating and exercising, definitely more. Um, so juice. I guess it would also be like limiting things that dehydrate you. So that's why you would limit the alcohol and the coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, exactly. So limiting things that dehydrate you too. But it's another great lifestyle recommendation. Um, Not smoking, for sure. Getting adequate sleep. This is going to really support your adrenal health and your stress levels. Um, Getting enough protein in your diet to support your connective tissue. Your skin is connective tissue. So just making sure you're getting enough protein. Um, Eating fish a couple times a week. Those fatty fish. Um, And choosing organic produce as often as possible, especially for the dirty dozen. Yes. Because these are the ones that are most contaminated with pesticides and herbicides, which are also um, estrogen disrupting and hormone disrupting. And it's just going to burden your liver. Yes, exactly. So organic produce whenever possible, especially for the dirty dozen. Well, I find it funny because some people are like, I can't afford organic. But then they'll go spend like $400 on like a skincare regime. And I'm like, you know that you could just buy a bunch of avocados and probably get the same thing. It's like... To me, I'll always invest in my health. Same. I'll always put that first. I don't care how expensive, like within reason, I don't care if something costs a little bit more. It's like, I think about the long run and it's like, I'm investing in me now while I'm in my prime rather than when I'm 80 and I think, shit, yep. I should have taken better care of myself. My bank statement is a food diary. Yeah, right. A hundred percent. Like all my money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty food. close to me too. Yeah. Yep, I'm like health food store. Oh, I was at Little Organic <laughs> Kitchen. Oh, yeah. God, it's so true. But yeah, well, I think that's all the questions that I have. But I did quickly actually want you to talk about your ebook that you have because you have this incredibly comprehensive ebook that has all this information and so much more. So if you could kind of quickly just toot your own horn yeah. and talk about that. Cool. Okay. So um my inspiration behind skin health of course started from my own journey. So with everything I learned and all of you know these amazing um, this amazing knowledge I had with the root causes of acne, I wanted to create an ebook to help people solve their acne issues. So it's called Healthy Skin from Within. It it goes over the importance of why healthy skin really does start from within. Um, it comes with a complete supplement guide, um, everything you need to restore your adrenal health, your liver health, your gut health, how to restore your blood sugar. Um, you're getting a meal plan, um, a 14-day meal plan coming with all of your recipes, um, everything you need. It also includes things like you know bone broth that are sources of collagen, everything you need in terms of a meal plan that will help to restore your skin health as well. Um, all of the lifestyle recommendations, things that we went over, there's a few more. Um, and yeah, just the root causes of acne, distinguishing what type of acne you have. It's a complete guide. I think it's over a hundred pages long and it's, you did some serious work on that. It's quite like I, at one point I was like, I think I want to like learn more about this and dive into this. And then I met you and I'm like, "Mm, she's answered every question. It's an amazing book. You guys should totally check it out. If you have anything going on with your skin, I highly, highly recommend it. Marissa knows her shit. 
You'll Thank be shocked you. at how amazing this is. Thank you. Yeah. So it's available on my website, marissaliana.com. And I'm actually giving Royally Fit team a discount code. Yay. Yes. That will save you guys 10%. So it's just going to be Royally Fit. And yeah, and so you can use that to get your hands on the amazing guide. And I hope you guys love it. I poured my heart into this guide. Yeah. So they will love it. It's super awesome. So I'll make sure in the show notes that we link to your website so they can find the guide. And also, how can they find you on Instagram? Yes. So Marissa Liana, um, M-A-R-I-S-S-A, Liana, L-I-A-N-A. It's just my name. And yep, I do... Um, you can find me there. I'm on there you, every day. Everybody needs to go follow her immediately because the content that she posts is unbelievable. I'm telling you, I'm a nutritionist and I'm still like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, no, interesting. Really? Oh, I remember that now. Like, I love your post. I feel oh, like it's me going back to school and I'm getting, I, I messaged you the other day. I'm like, I love your post. Oh, thank you. So if you guys want some badass information, you got to go follow her. Thank you so much. And thank you just for having me again here. I have oh, so much fun every single you. time. Yeah. Yay. No, I mean, I, we got such great feedback the last time. I was like, um, we need to make this like a reoccurring thing of you coming because you have so much knowledge. Cool. And I know parts of it, but I'm not nearly as good at articulating. And I don't, I can't remember it. It comes out of your mouth. I'm like, how the hell did she remember that? It's really? very impressive. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't say enough good things. I'm so. a big nerd. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming back. So appreciated. Again, Thank make sure you. you guys go grab that ebook. And that's all. Yeah. Don't forget to make today badass. Cool. See you guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you were picking up what we were putting down, we would be forever grateful if you could hop on to iTunes and leave us a five-star review with what you liked about this episode. Spare Room Studios.